when I vindicate my holiness through you. I will gather you from all lands, and I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be cleansed from all your filthiness. And I will give you a new spirit. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise of him is always in my mouth. In the Lord my soul shall make its boast. The humble shall hear and be glad. When I vindicate my holiness through you, I will gather you from all lands, and I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and you shall be cleansed from all your filthiness. I will give you a new spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Brethren, let us acknowledge our sins, and so prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries. Almighty God, have mercy on us, forgive us of our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. O oh God, author of every mercy and of all goodness, who in fasting, prayer, and almsgiving have shown us a remedy for sin, look graciously on this confession of our lowliness we who are bowed down by conscience may always be lifted up by your mercy. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the book of Exodus. 
In those days, in their thirst for water, the people grumbled against Moses, saying, Why did you ever make us leave Egypt? Was it just to have us die here of thirst with our children and our livestock? So Moses cried out to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? A little more and they will stone me. The Lord answered Moses, Go over there in front of the people, along with some of the elders of Israel, holding in your hand as you go the staff with which you struck the river. I will be standing there in front of you on, on the rock in Horeb. Strike the rock, and the water will flow from it for the people to drink. This Moses did in the presence of the elders of Israel. The place was called Massah and Meribah because the Israelites quarreled there and tested the Lord, saying, Is the Lord in our midst or not? The word of the Lord. The responsorial psalm may be found at number 1022.
a reading from the first letter of St. Paul to the Romans. Brothers and sisters, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith to this grace in which we stand. We boast in hope of the glory of God. And hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit has been given to us. For Christ, while we were still helpless, died in the appointed time for the ungodly. Indeed, only with difficulty does one die for a just person. Though perhaps for a good person, one might find even courage to die. But God proves his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the plot of land that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. Jesus tired from his journey, sit down there at the well. It was about noon. A woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. His disciples had gone into town to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, how can you, a Jew, ask me, a Samaritan woman, for a drink, for Jews use nothing in common with Samaritans. Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. 
The woman said to him, Sir, you do not even have a bucket, and the cistern is deep. Where then can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this cistern and drank from it himself with his children and his flocks? Jesus answered and said to her, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I shall give will never thirst. The water I shall give will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water so that I may not be thirsty or have to keep coming here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, go call your husband and come back. The woman answered and said to him, I do not have a husband. Jesus answered, You are right in saying, I do not have a husband, for you have had five husbands, and the one you have now is not your husband. What you have said is true, the woman said to him. Sir, I can see you are a prophet. Our ancestors worshipped on this mountain, but you people say that the place to worship is in Jerusalem. Jesus said to her, Believe me, woman, the hour is coming when you will worship the Father neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem. You people worship what you do not understand. We worship what we understand because salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming, and it is now here, when true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And indeed, the Father seeks such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship the spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that the Messiah is coming, the one called the Christ. When he comes, he will tell us everything. Jesus said to her, I am he, the one speaking with you. At that moment, his disciples returned and were amazed that he was talking with a woman. But still, no one said, what are you looking for? Or why are you talking with her? The woman left her water jar and went into the town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I have done. Could he possibly be the Christ? They went out of the town and came to him. Meanwhile, the disciples urged him, Rabbi, eat. But he said to them, I have food to eat of which you do not know. So the disciples said to one another, Could someone have brought him something to eat? Jesus said to them, my food is to do the work of the one who sent me and to finish his work. Do you not say in four months the harvest will be here? I tell you, look up and see the fields ripe for the harvest. The reaper is already receiving payment and gathering crops for eternal life so that the sower and reaper can rejoice together. For here... The saying is verified that one sows and another reaps. 
I sent you to reap what you have not worked for. Others have done the work, and you are sharing the fruits of their work. Many of the Samaritans of that town began to believe in him because of the word of the woman who testified, he told me everything I have done. When the Samaritans came to him, they invited him to stay with them, and he stayed there for two days. Many more began to believe in him because his word of his word, and they said to the woman, we no longer believe because of your word, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is truly the Savior of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the first things that we may ask of someone who comes to our home for a visit, whether it be family, whether it be friends, whether it be an acquaintance, one of the first things we ask, do you want something to drink? Would you like something to quench your thirst? I can give you water. I can give you a soda, I can give you some coffee, I can give you some tea. We have a list of all of those elementary liquids that are designed to slake our thirst. I know for my family, we, we have a ritual at the, at the beach every year when we're, we're together. Four o'clock, everyone's home from the beach. Everyone's been showered. It's time for gin and tonics. <laughs> the time to drink, to slake a thirst, but more importantly, to kind of share a sense of community with one another. How a cup of tea or a glass of water can sometimes really create a sense of unity and oneness with one another. This opportunity in today's gospel is a reminder that our Savior also would like something to drink. He would like something to drink not from the well in Samaria, although he was thirsty, but he recognizes within the heart and in the life of the Samaritan woman the thirst that she has not so much for the water in the well at 12 o'clock noon, the hottest point of the day, but rather deep in the dried resources of her own heart and life. 
Jesus recognizes she needs to have something poured into her, poured into her life that will satisfy not merely an earthly thirst, but a much more profound thirst. And as a people of faith, we wonder on this third Sunday of Lent that we celebrate, is the Lord asking of us for something to drink? Is our Lord thirsting for something from each and every one of us gathered here today? Tempting our hearts and our souls. What is it that you really thirst for? What is it that you really need? I can give it to you. I will be, as St. Paul reminds us in our second reading, I will be the one who pours out the Spirit in your hearts. A living water, if you will, that will resonate and rise up and bubble. And will always be satisfying, not for the temporary moments of thirst that we might have on a hot summer day after mowing the lawn, but for the ongoing thirsts that we have in our own hearts and lives. Peace of mind, fulfillment, hope, purpose, all of those things that our Savior pointed out to the Samaritan woman after he had asked her for a drink. A drink from the emptiness of her heart and her lives that he might fill her up, that he indeed might fill the heart of the world and the life of the world with a living spring. And we prepare to celebrate his passion and death in a few weeks. One of the last things that our Savior says on the cross is, I thirst. I thirst. I thirst for souls not for a reed soaked in vinegar and hyssop. I thirst for hearts that are broken. I thirst for those who are discouraged and dismayed with the journey of life. I thirst that I may give the living water that ultimately will flow from my side to those who are truly thirsty. One of the things that a neighborhood bartender may ask of us when we walk in and sit down on the stool is, so what are you having? 
And as we come to the altar tonight, our Savior asks of us too, what are you having? He is there, ready to give us the fullness of his spirit, the unending source of living water, that pour out and flow in our hearts so that we in turn might be like him. When someone asks us for a drink, we might imitate him and pour out in our faith for the hope, the needs, and the wants for the thirsts of another. Whether they be in our families, our workplace, our community, even within our parish. We are slaked and satisfied with Christ. We go forth then to do his work and to bring people to the fullness, to the realization that he truly is the living water. He is the bottomless well, which is always there to fill us up. Like the Samaritan woman, may we come to appreciate and come to experience her journey within her realization of Christ, whom she calls sir at first, whom she calls prophet next, whom she calls Christ next, whom she calls Messiah next, whom she ultimately calls the Savior of the world. May he, as we drink of him, become that for us in our own everyday lives. Jesus, the living font, truly my Savior and the Savior of the world. With one heart and with one voice, we profess our faith as together we recite the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, consubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made, and for us men and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. And by the Holy Spirit, he was carnated of the Virgin Mary and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried, and rose again in the third scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge living and the dead, and this kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins and to look forward to the
resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. To our gracious and loving God, we offer the needs, the hopes, the aspirations, the thirsts that we bring this day in our prayer of intercessions. Our response is, change our hearts, Lord. Let us pray with Pope Francis that those who risk their lives for the gospel in various parts of the world might fill the church with their missionary drive and courage. We pray, change, change our, our hearts, hearts Lord. Lord. Let us pray that our Lenten journey prepares us for the way to a new life that deeply reflects God's love for the world. We pray, change, change our, our lives, lives, Lord. Let us pray that we have the courage to face our sinfulness and trust in God's merciful love. We pray, change, change our, our hearts, hearts, Lord. Let us pray that we listen to the voices of those who carry the burdens and effects of war and violence. We pray, change, change our, our hearts, hearts, O Lord. Let us pray for the God-given gifts, talents, and passions that all women, uh, passions of all women as we celebrate International Women's Day this week. May they be valued in the church and in the world. We pray, Change our hearts, Lord. Let us pray for those who struggle with challenges of the mind and heart, as well as those who love and care for them. We pray, change, change our, our hearts, hearts, Lord. Let us pray for those who have entered eternal life this week, especially Diane Link. May she find comfort in God's embrace. We pray. Change our hearts, O oh Lord. Let us pray for Father Mike Herkerick and all the intentions present on the altar, along with those that we hold in the silence of our hearts. We pray. Change our hearts, O oh Lord. Calling on the loving interception of our patron and mother, we pray, Hail, Hail Mary, Mary, full, full of, of grace, grace, the Lord, Lord is, is with thee. Blessed, blessed art thou amongst women, women and blessed, blessed is the fruit, the fruit of thy womb, womb Jesus. Holy, Holy Mary, Mary, Mother of God, pray, pray for, for us now, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Mary, Queen of Peace, pray for, pray for us. us. Please join us in singing number 584, Come to the Water for our Offertory Hymn, number 584. And let all who 
brethren, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Lord, accept the sacrifice from your hands. Praise the glory of his name. For our good and the good of all his holy church. Be pleased, O Lord, with these sacrificial offerings and grant that we, who beseech pardon for our sins, may take care to forgive one another through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just. Our duty and our salvation always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For when he asked the Samaritan woman for water to drink, he would already created the gift of faith within her. And so ardently did he thirst for her faith that he kindled in her the fire of divine love. And so we too give thanks and with the angels praise your mighty deeds as we acclaim. in 
comes the name of the Lord. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and the blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when the supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. A mystery of faith. Save us, Savior of the world, for by your cross and resurrection you have set us free. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that, partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, William, William, and Mark, his assisting bishops, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, priest of God, Father Michael, whom you have called from this world to yourself. And grant that he who was united with your son in a death like his in baptism, and who shared his mysteries at the altar with his holy orders, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of resurrection and all who have died in your mercy, in particular the beloved members of our parish family and those of our own families. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Queen of Peace and Daughter of Israel, with Blessed Joseph, her most chaste spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, 
God Almighty, Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, Father who, art who art in heaven, heaven hallowed, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the kingdom of power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. And with your spirit. Let us offer each other a sign of peace. May this incense and may our lives that you have blessed rise up to you, O Lord, and may your love and mercy come down upon us, and our lives, and our journeying together.
Please be seated for a few moments. We have a few remarks that are, have been prepared for us by members of the Pastoral Council of the parish, and Joanne Paradise of our parish community will be addressing us for a few moments now. Joanne. I promise a few minutes. Uh, I'm a member of the Pastoral Council, as Father Joe has just said. And as a member of the council, the council wanted to call your attention to our 2024 strategic plan for the parish that tries to answer the needs of our community. The plan has been shared in the bulletin and on our social media, but we know it's a lot of words. So many that you might skip through those pages looking for the times of the fish fry. And that is why we're speaking today. First, a thank you to all of you who have given of your time and talents to move our covenant from words to action. There have been a number of ways, great and small, that the parishioners have worked with our staff. We have used our hands and minds to offer God's love to our parish and the larger community. And in doing so, we've recognized two priorities that are crucial to strengthen our body. The first, simply put, is that we cannot afford to lose any opportunity to invite others to share in the good news of God's love to us in Jesus's death and resurrection. We call this evangelization. That is just a grand word that describes the fire in our hearts to let everyone in on our reason for being here on this planet, to express God's love through our lives. Our second priority is to discover the secret that motivates each person of this parish at every age to participate in the many opportunities to become involved in parish life beyond attending Mass. We are proposing a win-win proposition. When you volunteer for a short-term event or a particular task, the parish covenant becomes more than just a piece of paper. You are responding to the voice of Jesus himself, asking you to love your neighbor. Your giving will not be one-sided. You will also receive. Meeting some of the many wonderful people who are part of this parish is just one of the benefits being able to greet people at Mass by name, or be greeted at Mass by name. Developing a true sense of belonging that helps you to experience this parish as your home. It is a fact that happiness is a byproduct of service. Did you know that psychologists prescribe this often to handle depression. You become able to be a personal witness to our community. In this community, 
about 8% of our parishioners hold up 100% of our ministries. Now just think about that for a minute. 8% of our parish holds up the other 92%. You can surely see that that's a problem. I want you to consider this on behalf of the pastoral council, a personal invitation to become engaged as a member of our community. Now, I know you might be thinking, oh, I would really love to if I just had the time. But the truth is, you make decisions about how you use your time. And we want you to decide to give some of that time to a particular project or a ministry in our parish. You can contact Megan, who is our engagement director, and all of her information is in the bulletin and in the parish website. You can speak to anybody from the parish council. We've been wearing pins, uh, badges, so that you could identify us for the last year. And we'd be happy to help you to find the place where you feel most wanted and most needed. But here's the bottom line. If psychologists tell us that making um, choices for service make us happy, Make yourself happy. Make the parish happy. And make Jesus happy. Become an active member of Mary, Queen of Peace. Thanks, Joanne, to you and the uh, Pastoral Council for uh, all the work that you do. I'm just going to put a plug in though for the fish fry because our parish fish fry, and I say our, our parish fish fry is probably number one in this diocese. And that's because of the work. Thank you so much. Okay, well, let us conclude Holy Mass by our. As we receive the pledge of things yet hidden in heaven and are nourished while still on earth with the bread that comes from on high, we humbly entreat you, O Lord, that it was being brought about in us in mystery may come to true completion through Christ our Lord. Amen. Direct our hearts, O Lord, we pray, and in your kindness grant your servants this grace, that abiding in the love of you and neighbor they may fulfill the whole of your commands through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go in peace, teaching the gospel with your lives. Thanks be to God. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And thou, O Prince of the heavenly host, by the power of God, thrust into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world seeking the ruin of souls.
Amen. Please join us in singing number 479, I promise this time. And Lord, who throughout these 40 days, we will sing verses 1, 3, and 5. Again, number 479. Just a 